Hi, this is Amida Switlow. I'm in the Vancouver office at CUSO VSO. And uh, sometimes we get volunteers that have been in the field, come back, and then they're going out again. And Marion Dodds is one of them. Welcome home and uh, getting ready to go back out again. Thank you very much. You've been in Ethiopia. Um, what area of Ethiopia were you in? I was in the mountains in the northeastern highlands, about 520 kilometers uh, from the capital, Addis Ababa. And you have such, we've just been chatting and I've really been enjoying your your history of, um, you're retired now, but uh, not really because now you're doing work yes. again. But your work as an educator with BCTF, with um, Simon Fraser, with UBC, been a very rich history in education. When I heard you talk about ways in which people learn, or the way in which people teach, you talked about four uh, things that were important, or four things that that maybe you use. And can you tell me a little bit about these four things? Mm -hmm. Well, what I was teaching in Woldia, the town I was in, at, at the Woldia College of Teacher Education, was a program that was developed about eight years ago now in collaboration with um, VSO and Ethiopian educators called the Higher Diploma Program. And the emphasis was on um, active learning, the practical application of you know pedagogical theory to the classroom. So making the learning active was the really the fundamental principle of all of this. And reflective practice, so thinking about your teaching and looking at how you can improve it and make it more active was a focus. And Coupled with that was the need for continuous assessment. Rather than just testing at the end, it's continuous, uh, formative as well as summative assessment of, of children and youth in schools. And uh, we also had a component where they did action research, which at the very end was a project where they looked at some problem they'd identified in their classrooms and then did research, that came up with a strategy, did it, and then reflected on that and reported out on it. So that was kind of the culminating project of the higher diploma that I taught. So you mentioned uh, all, there's many uh, students that have graduated from this program. They're trying to improve the level of education. Was that what you were saying? Yes. The goal, the overarching goal of all of this from the Ethiopian government to the, to the Ministry of Education is education for all. And um, they've made a lot of strides in terms of increasing enrollment in schools, particularly uh, because there were a lot fewer girls in schools. They've, they've, they've got targets, they've been improving a lot, but the problem is that there aren't enough school buildings and the classes are getting larger. Um, you know, it's a resource problem, not enough infrastructure. And um, the quality of teaching um, actually has gone down in the past 10 years, they say, uh, because they have not enough qualified trained teachers and more and more kids in school. So while they've, they've achieved targets of getting more, more kids in school, they still need to get more teachers. I mean, so it's a catch-up process of getting all the people trained and more school buildings so the class sizes can get smaller. So it's rapidly growing and expanding. So that's part of what you're doing, is you're helping, t you are teaching teachers who are going, you're teaching teachers, you said it, it was like yeah, three it, layers. <laughs> well, the people I was teaching were the instructors at the college, okay. Waldia College of Teacher Education, the instructors that didn't have the higher diploma training, so I had 24 people in my class, but at, uh, simultaneously they were teaching the trainees that will become the primary teachers. In Ethiopia. In, yeah. so that's capacity building. And yeah. um, so... 
uh, your back, and you're going to go back, and now you're going to work on another part of yes. the world that's important, yes. and that is gender equality. So as we know, Millennium Development Goals, there are several of them that focus on gender equality. And um, Ethiopia has a lot of uh, kind of grim statistics about the status of women. Um, and, every, and, and it's very important in this situation, I think, to work very closely with men to uh, improve access for women to schooling. And in my case, what I'm, my job is called Gender Advisor to the Ministry of Education. And I'll be working in a department with, I think, five or six people. And I've already met the woman who will be my, my line manager there in Addis Ababa. And um, they have already been doing a lot of good work. So it's not like I'm just coming in with brand new. There's a, my first task will be to learn a lot more about what they've already done. And what they want, and she's told me what she hopes to get from me is a lot of assistance on how other countries have done gender mainstreaming. Gender mainstreaming is one of the goals um, of the Ministry of Education. And um, so they're wanting to look at lessons learned from other countries. And um, also, all the colleges and universities and schools, I believe, are going to have policies on gender equality and also sexual harassment. They've done work already on that. The government has in the Constitution and it has signed all the UN protocols and so on in terms of gender equality but the the what she told me was they want now is uh, it's monitoring and implement implementation and monitoring of you know all of this so that's I guess the biggest challenge that, that people face and in terms of cultural traditions that actually are discriminatory and I mean, we can get into that. There are many they, that the government, they've identified 120 what they call harmful traditional practices. Um, and, you know, one of those is um, child marriage. You know, it's, it, the age of marriage, I believe, is 18 now, but yet, it, especially in the rural areas and with nomadic people, um, it's still very common, like child abduction and marriage early, like 12 years old. Um, so that's an issue. Keeping girls in school, you can get them into school but then they don't stay, so it's building their confidence, uh, their their level of confidence in order for them to carry on, because again the statistics are much lower for female enrollment as you go up in terms of getting out of grade 10 into, or well even getting through grade primary school and then going to preparatory school, which is grade 11 and 12, going to colleges or universities Every time, and for ma a bachelor's, master's, every time you go, the, the number of females gets lower and lower. So, so um, it's also to empower men to encourage women. Yes. It's not all just about exactly. women, right? Because mm -hmm. otherwise they'll reach those barriers yes. over and over again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Marion, what does some what what inspires somebody like you to actually go and work and live in another country after having such a varied and interesting career here in Canada. What makes, drives you to do this? Well, I think actually it goes back to my upbringing because my, my father um, worked for the government in the Northwest Territories, so as a child I lived in Canada's Arctic. So I was um, living in, like in one place I lived, there were only 20 Caucasians and 200 Inuit people at Baker Lake when I was nine years old. So I've always been interested in learning from other cultures. Um, so what? Uh, so throughout my career, I've chosen to focus on cross-cultural learning, and I've traveled a lot and done volunteer work in summers in different countries. And um, so my dream always was, when I retired, to do something like this. So then I decided just to apply to QSO, VSO, and do it.
So I'm very happy. So yeah. to all of you out there who've had full and wonderful careers, this is an opportunity to continue your careers in, un in a unique way. And Marion, thank you so much for your service mm -hmm. uh, in the last year and look forward to seeing all these, this work that you're going to do in the next couple of years. Thank you very much. And if anyone wants to read about it, they can go to my blog. Ah, yes, tell us your www.spiderwebsunite.wordpress.com And that outlines my year in Waldia and I'll be starting one about Addis in the future. All right. Thanks so much for sharing. You're welcome.